Hello, this is Lucretia with the Calm and Confident You podcast. Today I'm going to talk with you about stretching beyond your comfort zone. In the area of personal growth, one of the things encouraged is stretching beyond your comfort zone. This includes trusting yourself, believing you can do it, trying new things that you don't know how to do, going places you haven't been before, and taking some risks. But how do you know how much to stretch yourself? I grew up with a mom who tended to point out the danger in activities and who wanted me to stay safe. And I believed her and I held back and I stayed safe. But the world has a way of influencing you. Or rather your teenage friends do. Really anyone you are around tends to encourage you to stretch and do new things. At least the things that they want to do. I've been about personal growth really from the moment that I noticed my own insecurity, which held me back and kept me from experiences I wanted to have. I saw other people having fun and I wanted that. I do have to give credit to the people in my life who had patience with me as they exposed me to new things and taught me new abilities while helping me feel safe and supported. But I also give credit to myself for wanting to learn and to grow. Somewhere along the way, I began seeking out new learning. The kind of learning beyond what you read in books. Well, this weekend I took myself to stay in a little town just 45 minutes from where I live. I had plans to play in the lake, just outside my hotel room slider, I planned it that way, and plans to go hiking. I am single and I've started going places on my own, not waiting for or struggling to find someone to go with me. I kind of like my independence and my alone time, which allows me to experience things at my own pace. As I do these things, however, I still have my mother's cautionary voice in my head, which I do not automatically dismiss. She wasn't completely wrong about everything. And as a mental health counselor, I have to acknowledge that bad things do happen. So sometimes I find myself struggling with how to decide my next move. This past weekend, it was related to hiking alone. I had googled the directions to several hiking spots around the town I was visiting. I had planned the first day to go to a very nearby place and was thinking the next day after that, I would go to one about an hour away. You might think the close-by hike was automatically the safest. However, during my Google search, I had pulled up photos which included one photo of a sign saying there was a mountain lion in the area. A mountain lion had been spotted there by hikers. My mother was saying, don't go. So I checked into my hotel and the pool was just down the hall from my room. It stayed open until 10 p.m. I figured I would start with the pool and enjoy the lake the next day. Long story short, I clumsily slammed my toes into the cement side of the pool. Back at my room, my middle toe looked a little bruised. Overnight, it hurt just from the bed covers resting on it. In the morning, my middle toe was very bruised. But I wanted to go do that hike. 
Well, I've had a broken finger before, and I've had a broken foot more than once, so I noted that this bruised toe was not swollen up. Though it felt like it could be broken, I decided it wasn't, because it wasn't swollen and I could move it without terrible pain. Although my sense of pain is not always the best indicator either. I could have taken the bruised toe as a sign to not go, along with the very real sign about the mountain lion. But I put on my hiking shoes and grabbed a bottle of water and headed out. The trailhead was just 10 minutes away. And there was that sign still warning about the mountain lion. There were several other cars at the trailhead. That told me it was well-traveled. All I had with me was my phone, a camera, and my pepper spray. Not bear spray. I couldn't find that when I looked for it. So I had my everyday people pepper spray. I reminded myself that if I saw a big cat, I should not turn and run. And I tried to imagine myself getting loud and shouting. I doubted the effectiveness of that, though, because I had seen a video of a man doing that, and the cat just kept coming. The cat kept coming toward him with his cat eyes locked right on him. The guy must have lived because he posted the video, but in the video you don't see him get to safety. And really, I truly doubted my own effectiveness at dealing with a large cat. Anything could go all wrong. Well, I did go on the hike, and it was a very enjoyable hike. I didn't run into any people on my way out. Sometimes I was aware that because I was alone, I wasn't talking. I was a fairly quiet hiker. They say for hikers to talk and make noise, because often animals like bears will choose to go another way rather than make the confrontation. Instead, I walked for a while, then I stopped and looked around, I took some pictures, and then I got moving again. I wasn't pushing it because of my toe, and frankly, I liked being quiet and able to look without distraction. After I turned and was almost done, I passed a couple and their dog. That was it for people on the same trail that I was on. I was very happy that I did the hike and didn't get scared away from it. I checked on my toe, which still hurt, but still had not swelled up. My hiking shoes had protected it enough. Back at my hotel room, I took my body and my feet out into the lake to cool off. It was wonderful. But what about the longer hike that was an hour away? I wanted to do it. I had the hotel room there so that I was closer and had a place to come back to for convenience. It was part of my original plan. I decided to Google it again and try to learn a little more. There was only one photo and only two reviews. One of the reviews was by a man in his 60s who said the trail was a bit hard for someone of his age. Well, I have my own physical limits and now I have a hurt toe. There was noticeable pain as I walked around. I was just stubbornly ignoring it. The photo showed a sweet little river and waterfall. I really like to see waterfalls. But Google Maps showed this hike being out in the wilderness. I could not get a sense for how close it was to humanity or how used it was by hikers. With only two reviews, I had to think it didn't get much traffic. I could be wrong. I had rummaged through my vehicle and found a new can of bear spray. 
I could consider that to be taking adequate precautions, like wearing a life vest when boating. I struggled with what to do. I didn't want to disappoint myself and regret it later if I backed out of it. I thought about walking into town for dinner, and my toe hurt. And that was it. I wasn't sure if I could handle walking around town. There was too much unknown about the hike, which was an hour away. I had no people to tell me about it. There was too much uncertainty, and the sign about the mountain lion reminded me that there really are large wild animals out there. It's no joke. So I decided not to go. Instead, I spent the next day wandering the town and looking at the different shops. I then did another round of floating in the lake. Now there was a beer fest on the other end of the hotel out on the grounds, and a live band was playing. It wasn't too loud, it was just pleasantly in the background for me. My float tube had a backrest and I could lean my head back in comfort. I was completely relaxed. It was perfect. Now the weekend is over and I am not regretting my decision. You need to consider the realities of the risks and how to mitigate them. Sometimes the decision is to remain safe. I hopped onto Facebook and saw a thread with a few women talking about hiking alone. They all encouraged going for it. One noted that she wasn't sure about the risk of a wild animal encounter. I liked her comment. It is truly something to consider. Another time, I might have gone for it if my toe wasn't nagging at me. If you are liking this podcast, please subscribe to it on your favorite streaming service. And check out my website at ldonreed.com. I am all about encouraging people to work on their personal growth and mood management. My signature course is the Get on Top of Your Emotions system. If you are interested in the course, send me a message with the contact form on my website. I would love to give you a call and talk about how we could work together. Until next time, be well.